Welcome to the Funeral Nation Web Show, the best effing web show. Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode number 11. I have no more fingers left, so I can't do 11. Jeff, welcome. Uh, that is the Funeral Commander, Jeff Harbison. I am Ryan Thogmartin. Again, we're killing it on viewership. People love the episode. Last week, we had the, the puff and sip calculator on there. So we're tracking what the funeral commander is, is doing off to my right. So uh, fun stuff. But uh, Jeff, what do we have coming up this week on episode number 11? On today's show, uh, the next 20 minutes, we're going to have a little news. Our guest today is going to give us information about the talk of a lifetime. Our funeral director spotlight segment will take us to Long Beach, California. And the WTF segment is going to be pretty interesting because it begs the question before, after, and whom. So anyway, Excellent. we'll have some fun with that. So, Jeff, the biggest news on Connecting Directors this week, one of the most talked about articles um, kind of has to do with our guest uh, at one of her other roles uh, at TriGuard. Um, TriGuard Bronze and TriGuard Burial Vaults. TriGuard opened up their doors uh, to the manufacturing facility had funeral directors and consumers come in as, for basically a mini convention uh, where they set up different displays. One of the things that really stood out, Jeff, you and I talked about this, was how they got the community and the consumer involved and educated them about their product. This is something you and I have preached heavily for the last few years about how manufacturers and vendors are and suppliers are really missing the mark by not educating the consumer on the products that they sell. I fully agree. Um, if you think about it from a funeral home perspective, what a great thing to do to educate the consumer on the uses on a, of an outer burial container, basically a vault we call an industry. So if a, a consumer better understands prior to showing up to the funeral home, they can make good decisions. Right. Think about that if we did it across the board. So rather than seeing and finding out once you're there under the cloud of, of emotional decisions, et cetera, that you're educated ahead of time. Hats off to TriGuard. Um, as you know, in a couple of companies that I work with, we're going direct to consumers yep. to educate them about the products and services so they can make good decisions when they meet with their funeral director. Well, one of the things we hear from vendors is the consumer does the funeral home does a bad job of selling their product. So no one's going to sell a product better than the manufacturer themselves or vendor themselves. So if you can get a consumer to walk into the funeral home and request a product, in this case, you know, funeral consumer requests a TriGuard burial vault, it doesn't get any easier than that. So uh, hats off, good job to TriGuard. It was a very hot button this week to on connecting directors. Jeff, the new segment was brought to us by At Need Credit. They provide At Need Credit payment plans for At Need families. Learn more at atneedcredit.com. Excellent. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Linda Darby. Linda is the CEO of Greenwood Inc., which is the umbrella for all of her funeral service entities. They, her brother, her sister, and herself are co-owners of seven funeral homes a cemetery, two manufacturing facilities that make bronze memorials, and the TriGuard brand of burial vault liners we were just talking about a little earlier. She's just finishing her sixth term as a trustee for the Funeral Service Foundation. 
And Linda is a co-chair of FAMIC's Have a Talk of a Lifetime campaign. So let's roll that tape for the interview. Linda, thank you for being a guest on the Funeral Nation show. Please introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your funeral service background. Very good. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, my name is Linda Darby, and I've pretty much grown up in funeral service, but um, it's a family-owned business, and um, the third generation in, and I'm the CEO of Greenwood, Inc., which uh, is actually it's the umbrella for um, several entities. We've got seven funeral homes. I'm, I'm in business with my brother, Rich Darby, and my sister, Donna Walthall, and we have... Um, the cemetery or the funeral homes, a cemetery, and we've got two manufacturing facilities. Um, one that makes the TriGuard um, memorials, and the other is a TriGuard burial vault line. So, mm. and, and in this profession, a long time. You're in it. You're very busy. Well, Linda, thank you for being on the show today. You're here to talk to us about Talk of a Lifetime, which is an initiative that's been started by the Funeral Memorial Information Council. So, tell us a little bit about FAMIC, first of all. Okay, well, first of all, FAMIC is uh, an acronym for the Funeral and Memorial Information Council. I know that's a mouthful, but sometimes we need to say what it is. Um, but really what the mission of FAMIC is, it's committed to making available to the public uh, direct and open information, focusing on memorialization from leading associations of service providers and the businesses. So that's really our mission. Awesome. So how does Hamasaka Lifetime play into that? Okay, well, it plays into it because uh, every five years, uh, FAMIC, the FAMIC members have always uh, done a worthwhile study uh, that talks about uh, the memorialization, how people feel about it. So, and then at this, about that same point in time, after we'd had the Worthland study, um, Funeral Service Foundation almost, um, Alan Creedy was actually instrumental in helping to uh, get that ZMAP project going. And Funeral Service Foundation actually uh, helped to fund that, um, that survey. And as, FAMIC, as we started looking at all the information, we began to look at um, the messages that came uh, from, from those uh, studies. And it wasn't really necessarily very good about how people felt about our profession and about our industry. And so uh, we began to look at that a little bit. Um, and, then, and then we decided to look at what was the message that they were trying to portray to us. And really what they were trying to tell us, what people were trying to say is at the end of life, they wanted us to know that their lives mattered. They wanted them to, to know that, that there was a purpose here. And so we tried to create, we took all that information and tried to do a collaborative effort um, to, to make a campaign. And actually what this campaign is, it's really the got milk um, for the memorialization professionals. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So Linda, who can participate um, in Talk of a Lifetime program? Um, any member, any anyone who is a member of the FAMIC organizations, any of those associations, if you're a member of any of those organizations, you are have access to all of the information. Um, there are there's and there's a ton of information. It, you have to take some time to look into it and delve into what's all there. A lot has been created, so they're all available online for them. So they have to go to their association in order to get the login information. Okay. Gotcha. Well, Linda, it's the Christmas and Hanukkah season where families are often gathering together. What are some ideas that, that funeral directors could push out to their client families or you know, people watching this? How, how can they get the Have a Talk 
started uh, when, when families are gathering together for the, the holiday season? Well, it's, it's really kind of, it is, it's, it's a great opportunity. I know a lot of us are doing memorial services right now. Um, and so it, to me, it's a prime opportunity to start to just mention, talk a little bit about, about how the talk and what it means. And I'm a Hallmark, I, I hate to admit this, but I am a Hallmark junkie when it comes to Christmas time. <laughs> because I love what, what it does. I love what it says. It brings, it's bringing families together. They're coming back together all at the same time. They're sharing stories. And that really is what our life is all about. And so those stories can help to lead to how do you want to celebrate your life? How do you want to do that? At the, when, it, when the time comes, I just got through doing this with a neighbor of mine. She's actually like my second mom. And we just got down, got done sitting down, talking about the campaign and how we could incorporate it into her funeral service. It's a great awesome. opportunity to fill out to take place. We don't talk enough. That's right. That's right. So how can funeral directors watching this um, get involved with Talk of a Lifetime? Okay, funeral directors and and actually funeral professionals. It doesn't. It's not just. I mean, we're all in this together. It's cemeterians. It's mm-hmm. vault dealers. It's uh, it's the casket man. I mean, it's everybody. We are all in this thing together, and we need all of them together. So in order to get uh, involved in it, there's two ways that they can get involved. Um, You get in contact uh, with the FAMIC Association if you're a member of one of those organizations and find out the the login information and your association uh, will give you that information. And then you start using the materials. They can be co-branded. Lots of ways to get your foot in in the door with the clients, okay? Mm -hmm. Excellent. And, you know, one of the things we'll, we'll do, too, is make sure and profile that here uh, to all of our Epin funeral directors out there. So hopefully right. we'll see some of that. Right. I'll tell you, uh, as we're going to close up here in just a few moments, I personally have had this talk of a lifetime conversation with family members, two of them, um, this year. And honestly, it prompted me reading through the materials what and how to do it. And even though we're in the profession, sitting down with my father and saying, hey, Dad, Let's tell your story the only the way that you can tell it, because, you know, it is, it's the talk, right? And um, I think we're going to video my dad's funeral when that time comes. It could actually be a reality show. I don't even (laughs) want to tell you what he wants done, but (laughs) it it involves some stuff that I told my sisters. They were like, you've got to be kidding. So now I got it written down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, so as we're closing, uh, Linda, share with us a message you'd like to share with funeral directors, funeral professionals, providers of Funeral Nation for the upcoming holidays, especially pertaining to Talk of a Lifetime. Okay, well, uh, well, first of all, um, we need you. We need your support. We need you to get involved in this campaign. We need you to utilize the materials we need for you to network and figure out how, uh, how to make this thing work with us. And we need dollars. And uh, in order to, to make this whole thing uh, continue to happen, and and bottom line, what I think that uh, that we need to do is that it's important what we do in funeral service. Um, no one's going to tell me that what we do is not important. It mm-hmm. is one of the most important things that we can do. So, if you will please join us in this mm-hmm. campaign and and help families to to really tell their stories and celebrate their lives, um, you know, the families that that we serve um, deserve that. I you know. I agree. And when I was listening to you too, this helps funeral directors, right? Because if they've done this ahead of time, this just alleviates a lot of that um, angst then. 
And Belinda. really, what it, and what it does, it really mm -hmm. allows them. Uh, we, we were talking a little bit about when we were preparing for this. We were talking a little bit about allowing funeral directors to talk to families about people's lives and not about death. And Amen. so, therefore, it, it allows communities to see them in a different light. Right. In fact, at our funeral homes, we share with families: we're here uh, because a person died, but we're really here because he lived. We need yeah. to tell that story. Absolutely. Well, Linda, thank you for your passion because you. this you're engaged, you're invested, mm -hmm. and you believe. And there's a difference between somebody doing something because they have to and doing something because they believe in it. And you're the right person. We're grateful, and uh, we want to do everything we can out here. Effing folks, you need to get involved with this, okay? <laughs> That's what we got to do here. Thank you. And uh, you have a blessed holiday with you and your family. And same to you. All right, thank so you, Linda. Thank you for allowing us to be on the show. Appreciate it. You bet. Take care. Happy holidays. You too. Ryan, it's, uh, that was a great interview. Great information. You can hear my alarms going off out here. So <laughs> something's going on around the perimeter of the command post. But anyway, um, it's shameless plug time. Who sponsored our interview segment today? Interview segment this week was brought to us by Disrupt Media. Disrupt Media is the creator of the funeral social design process designed specifically for funeral homes and funeral companies. Learn more at funeralsocial.com. Well, interesting you say that. Uh, I've got my Disrupt Media cup hey. here today. So I'm being powered by uh, Funeral Social myself. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's time for a spotlight on the funeral director today, and it's going to be coming from Long Beach, California. Uh, the spotlight's on Ken McKenzie of McKenzie Mortuary in Long Beach, and he has quite a story. He found his calling after his father committed suicide when he was 12 years old. Um, he remembered during arrangements how the funeral director used humor to quell some of the family tensions during those arrangements. Um, he's created some really cool stuff, including, if anybody remembers, the Men of Mortuary's calendar featuring buff shirtless morticians. He didn't call me, but anyway, <laughs> maybe we need a, a Mr. Used to calendar now. There we go. There on we that go. One. Yeah. Has been. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the hills. Uh, he also released Mortuary Confidential in 2010. And just recently, he's got another book out called Over Our Dead Bodies, Undertakers Lift the Lid which is a collection of his own stories as well as experiences from funeral directors across the country. We take our hats off to Ken for his work to provide not only a lighter side of our profession, but heartfelt stories of funeral directors that make a difference every day. If you haven't read it, pick up a copy of Over Our Dead Bodies, Undertakers Lift the Lid. I believe you'll agree. Great job out there, Ken. Thank you. Way to go, Ken. And uh, this is something we talk about all the time with our social media clients on having a sense of humor Families like that uh, add some some transparency and personality to to a brand. Um, so humor is great. Hats off to you, Ken. Jeff, it's time for our WTF segment, um, and this is where we take again a humorous look at something we see that that's related to funeral service. Sometimes it's it's extreme. We're pointing the finger. Sometimes we are just kind of laughing along with the crowd. So. Uh, but it's definitely something that's going to be talked about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday after the show. So, Jeff, what the funeral? What the funeral? Uh, Young's Funeral Home had a great sign up that you get free breakfast. I guess from this shot, it begs the question, for whom and when? Is that before or after? Um, 
in some respects, I believe it's marketing genius because somebody's going to call up and ask the question. Right. But just think about that. Of course, I'm sure this is a st spot where they had other information coming up a little later. But anyway, this was a bit of an internet cessation not too long ago. And so once again, people write by and say, what the funeral's up with that sign? What do you think, Ryan? I, I agree with you. You know, what is it? You know, if anything, like you said, it could be marketing genius. Maybe this just got everybody talking about breakfast at the funeral home. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it makes you scratch your head a little bit. So, what the <laughs> funeral? Jeff, our WTF segment is brought to us this week by DNA Memorial. DNA Memorial keeps DNA alive after death, and they have science and funeral service in their genes. Visit DNAMemorial.com for more 411. Mm. Jeff, we're, we're coming up to my least favorite part of the show, and that's where it comes to a close and an end. Um, so we're wrapping up episode number 11, and we're focusing on episode number 12. So what's coming up next week? Well, well next week will be Christmas week. And so from our uh, FN Nation, we were going to have a surprise for you. We're going to have some of our own. Funeral Nation family on with us That's and right. have a little chat about our favorite memories and stuff. I'm actually, it's going to be great. Some people even wonder if I've got a wife or not. She'll be here, <laughs> bless her heart. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Who is the funeral director? <laughs> Who is with the funeral commander? That woman deserves combat now. Yes, she does. <laughs> anyway, uh, we also have a fresh spotlight on a funeral director segment and uh, a WTF. Great. Well, folks, FNers, you can tell it's the end of the show. The funeral commander's cigar is is pretty short, and his disrupt media glass is empty. So uh, before he falls over, um, until next week or <laughs> next time, have a great effing week. Out here. Thank you, guys.